Welcome to Machine Learning. Chariot of Fire, Ezekiel 10, verse 12. And their whole body and their backs and their hands and their wings and their wheels were full of eyes round about, even the wheels that had that they four had. As for wheels, it was cried unto them in my hearing, O will. And every one had four faces. The first face was the face of a cherub, and the second face was the face of a man, and the third face was the face of a lion, and the fourth the face of an eagle. When the house of Israel became wicked and considered not the ways of God and ignored his standards, commandments, and covenants, then his glory and protection withdrew. The glory of God is a blessing. Anciently and in modern times, when man ignores God, his glory departs or moves. The imagery of the will suggests God is not confined. He has the power to bring judgment on the wicked. In the last days, the wicked will burn by the glory of God. When Christ returns to the Jews, they will escape from their enemies through the east gate, through the split in the Mount of Olives. The glory of God will rest upon Christ as the great Jehovah. His glory will match the cloud of fires in the wilderness with Moses and Lehi. His glory will be like his father Elohim on the Mount of Transfiguration. Christ's glory will be the fire that destroys Sodom and Gomorrah. It will be terrible in magnitude. Stephen saw Christ's glory when he ascended into heaven at the time of his martyrdom. The cloud of glory preserved the entity of the Father who is all-powerful. Even the high-ranking cherubs are at awe and not allowed in direct proximity. Only the seraphim surround the throne of God. Solomon witnessed the cloud of glory as the temple was accepted as the house of God. The cloud also was at the tabernacle in the wilderness visible by the house of Israel to see. The house of Israel heard the voice of many rushing waters from the cloud of glory. The power and glory of God is immense. Ezekiel describes the power of God flowing through his temple causing the beams to vibrate. God is the creator of the universe and the power by which it operates. The power source is much greater than anything we have imagined. Ezekiel observes the works and glory of the Lord and brings us into his grand vision through his descriptions. Even he seems in awe of God's power and glory. Only man attempts to reduce God to nothing, when in reality man's power is nothing compared with God's power. Yet within us are the sparks of power that suggest we share divine attributes. Man was created in the image of God. Through righteousness and honest communication of our feelings to God, we can be healed and gain greater strength. The Lord states that all righteous deeds of man will be forgotten if he goes astray and breaks his commandments, then refuses to repent. The good deeds are as if they never happened. The ledger of good does not matter for the unrepentant man. What are the steps to change? Humility brings one to an ear, uh, earful state. The proud man refuses to change, believing he is justified in his way. The humble man admits his faults before the Lord, hiding nothing. The Spirit then can cleanse that man from within and change his heart.
the atonement of Christ has the power to heal our character weaknesses, and Christ can give us power we do not possess. The power then builds up our character, and we become a new man. The prior temptations and enticements do not lure us into in because we no longer seek these things. We walk a better path that God has developed. We become the man the Lord wants us to be. Repentance takes courage. Repentance is a constant process. We feel a great relief of pressure when we repent. We are no longer at discord with God. The imagery of the coals being spread over the city is the cleansing of the wicked through judgment. The wrath of God is terrible and, un and restrained by the boundaries of justice. The imagery of coal for the righteous, as viewed by Isaiah, is cleansing. Repentance provides a cleansing experience for the penitent seeker of forgiveness. The coal imagery is the sanctification process of God. God wants his children to repent and return and turn to him and yield their will to his and for him to be their God. Then the glory of the Lord departed from off the threshold of the house and stood over the cherubims. This idea that God sits on his throne on Mount Olympus and he cannot leave his heavenly realm is false. God has the power to move. The imagery of the will suggests God is very active in his kingdom and he takes seriously the business of saving souls. God brings judgments against the wicked and he brings order to his kingdom. Through living prophets, his will is manifest. His kingdom is not governed by chance or philosophical debate. One of my favorite forms of imagery of the Bible was Elijah's chariot of fire coming to take him home to God. The chariot wheels burned green with the heavenly fire streaking across the blue sky as Elisha was crying upward for Elijah to give him his mantle and a double portion of his spirit. I remember departing the mission field and feeling the missionary mantle leave me. I felt all alone. I longed to receive that mantle again. It had served me well, helping me to love people and trust that God could help them. I wanted to be part of God's great work again. Jesus said, He will remain near us during the day of wrath for those who desire to repent. Christ is near us. He is here for all mankind. Jesus can show compassion upon us.